Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The Philippine government has lost another case of ill-gotten wealth against the Marcos family. Let's get more details now from ABS-CBN's Adrian Arelin, who joins us on the line. Adrian, go ahead. Yes, Carmina, the Sandigan Bayan 2nd Division has dismissed another case involving former President Ferdinand Marcos and his wife Imelda, as well as Rustan's Commercial Corporation founders Bienvenido Tanpoco Sr. and Gliceria Tanpoco, involving an estimated 1.052 billion ill-gotten wealth for insufficient evidence. Civil case number 008, filed in 1988 by the Presidential Commission on Good Government and being handled by the Office of the Solicitor General, involved expensive works of art and jewelry, real estate properties in New York, duty-free shops franchises, tax-free importation benefits, and corporations such as Rustan International Marketing. The case also included properties in Hawaii in the United States, Rome in Italy and Forbes Park in Makati in an expanded complaint against the defendants, as well as other personal properties such as motor vehicles, cash on hand and in bank, notes, loans, and three Cessna aircraft. The court noted that only four witnesses were presented before it waived further presentation of evidence in an order dated October 26, 2006, due to unjustified non-appearance of government lawyers. Other evidence were denied admission because plaintiffs failed to present them in the discovery proceedings despite directives of the Sandigan Bayan and the Supreme Court, while other exhibits were denied for being mere photocopies. The court also stated that there was failure to establish the relevance of the admitted documents and testimonies from witnesses against the Marcoses and the Tantojos. It was also not proven that the Tantojos Sr. acquired assets, funds, and other property grossly and manifestly disproportionate to his salaries, lawful income, and income when he served as public officer during the Marcos administration. The dismissal of civil case number 008 follows the dismissal of the $102 billion for feature case against the Marcoses, also by the Second Division, last August. Carmina. Thanks a lot. Now we're going to give you the statement of Acting PCGG Commissioner Reynaldo Munsayak on the anti-graft court's dismissal of another ill-gotten wealth case against the Marcoses. He says the PCGG is still awaiting receipt of the official copy of the Sandigan Bayan's decision, so the agency will not be able to comment on the details and merits of the ruling. Munsayak adds the PCGG will be consulting lawyers from the Office of the Solicitor General and explore all possible legal remedies to pursue the case. New witnesses and new evidence will be presented when the Philippine Senate resumes its probe into the road cops issue and the controversial good conduct time allowance law Wednesday. That's according to Senate President Vicente Soto III. The Senate inquiry initially began with hearings on allegations prison benefits like good conduct credits and hospital passes were being sold to inmates by corrupt prison officials and personnel, but has also delved into the alleged involvement of rogue police officers in the illegal drug trade. There is a really something explosive again tomorrow. <laughs> Any explosive, sir? Do we have new witnesses or new evidence to be presented? Palagigo, new evidence, baka one or two new witnesses, pero new evidence for sure. Because I signed, uh, I signed nine subpoenas last night. From the GCTA to uh, the recycling. Mm -hmm. Wala, konektado, konektado na yan eh. 
State prosecutors tasked to reopen a probe into rogue police officers allegedly reselling illegal drugs have been given 30 days to resolve the case. Justice Secretary Minardo Guevara gave that order as he assembled the special panel of prosecutors Monday. Justice Undersecretary Mark Beretta tells ANC the reinvestigation will focus on gathering more evidence. He notes former senior police official Benjamin Magalong's testimony and leads will be crucial to the probe. The reinvestigation would require the reception of additional evidence in favor not only of the prosecutor or, or the complainant, but as well as for the uh, respondent. In this case, the original sources would have to surface. Mr. Magalong should be part of uh, the, I don't know, the, the complainant or may want to testify himself, bring in other persons. He has made a lot of revelations in the, during the course of the Senate investigation. And so we imagine that he'd have, you know, the wherewithal to um, identify these individuals and help us locate these individuals in the, for, for the purpose of the preliminary investigation. The Justice Department, meanwhile, says it is working double time to clean its list of inmates entitled to the benefits under the Good Conduct Time Allowance Law. Based on the Bureau of Corrections records, roughly 1,900 heinous crime convicts benefited from the law since 2013. President Duterte had ordered their surrender following public outrage over the contentious application of the law. But surrenderers have surpassed that number, as even inmates who were not released under the law surrendered to authorities. The ones that we've released, 124 of them so far, and another 37 uh, has been verified yesterday for release. These were PDLs who surrendered, but who should not have surrendered because they were not excluded from the benefits of the Good Conduct Time Allowance Law. That's why we were working simultaneously with clearing up the list and at the same time, you know, um, uh, segregating those who should not be rearrested. We were working on the assumption that we'd be able to complete it in a month before. But now we've come to the realization that even with 25 lawyers from the Department of Justice working on this, it, it's really, as you call it, a nightmare. Because on the one hand, you have problems with the um, records. And aside from the records maintained by the Bureau of Corrections, you also have to look at the judgment of the court. Yeah. Because that would give you an indication whether really the case against an individual is a heinous crime or not. Police release a sketch of one of the suspects in the abduction of a British national and his Filipino wife in Zamboanga del Sur. Meanwhile, the resort owned by the victims remain closed. Diane Mekatina Diestro reports. This resort in Barangay Alindahao, Tukuran, remains closed. Following the abduction of British national Alan Hirons and his Filipino wife, Wilma, by six armed men Friday night. Employees are worried for the couple's safety and say the Hirons are good-hearted people. At night, the place is dark and there is no CCTV camera pointed at the area where they were abducted. But police have been able to come up with a composite sketch of one of the suspects based on a witness's description. They also have a photo of another suspect who checked into the resort grabbed from CCTV footage of a store near the area. Authorities have yet to determine who carried out the abduction.
na namukaan niya doon sa apat na dumukod sa ating mga biktima. At meron din po tayong captured photo from the CCTV footage na nakuha po ng ating mga investigador sa area. Nasa isa din po sa nakilala po ng ating mga witnesses na itong last picture na ito ay isa sa mga um, suspects na nag-check-in uh, doon sa resort nila prior sa incident. Local officials are worried about the negative effects of the abduction, as Tukuran is known as the beach capital of Zamboanga del Sur. This is the first time na nahimo na naigidukot sa municipality of Tukuran. Kaya ang Tukuran, sa pagkakuan ako, hapsay ni ang Christian o Muslim belief. Sangguni ang bayan member Sukarno Mama Salagat says their place is peaceful and this is the first time there has been an abduction in their area. The Philippine Armed Forces is now tracking possible leads but declined to give details. cannot give you details as of now because there are ongoing operations uh, and uh, very sensitive kasi yung, yung details na yun. Malacanang is convinced that the kidnapping is an isolated incident and does not mean that the martial law in place in Mindanao is ineffective. Duterte spokesman Salvador Panelo, however, still advises tourists planning to visit Zamboanga del Sur to remain vigilant. They should always take care of themselves, mm -hmm. avoid places where danger lurks. Daina Gestro, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Defense Department defends the purchase of new aircraft for senior Philippine government and military officials. The planes, a Gulfstream G280 and an Airbus C295, were bought from the United States for 2 billion pesos, or about $37 million. Defense Department spokesperson Arsenio Andolong says it is unfair to brand the aircraft as luxury jets. The uh, C-295 uh, is set to be delivered within the year, and the uh, G-280 will be delivered uh, sometime next year in about August. And uh, both aircraft will perform the functions of command control. The uh, C-295 has a longer range. Uh, it's uh, suitable for... Uh, maritime patrol missions as well as uh, for transporting uh, uh, supplies, troops. The G280 uh, will primarily serve as a uh, uh, platform uh, to carry our senior leaders and commanders in the event of, uh, example, a crisis situation. It can be used by uh, the Chief of Staff, the Secretary of National Defense, our major service commanders, and the President. Uh, although I don't you want to use the term lightly or loosely, it is uh, similar to an airborne command post. The U.S. appears bent on steering the pot with China. America's Commerce Department says it's putting 28 Chinese public security bureaus and companies on a trade blacklist. The reason this time, Beijing's treatment of Uyghur Muslims and other predominantly Muslim ethnic minorities. Those on the so-called entity list include a video surveillance company, Hike Vision. 
In its filing, the department said the entities have been implicated in human rights violations and abuses in the implementation of China's campaign of repression, mass arbitrary detention and high technology surveillance against members of Muslim minority groups. Those on the entity list are barred from buying parts and components from American firms without the U.S. government's approval. Washington previously added Huawei and more than 100 affiliates to the entity list. The Philippines has a second Olympian in next year's Summer Games in Tokyo. Gymnast Carlos Yulo qualified for the 2020 Games after he advanced to the finals of the all-around and floor exercise in the 2019 World Artistic Gymnastics Championships in Stuttgart, Germany. Yulo ranked 18th in the all-around and 7th in the floor exercise. The 19-year-old Yulo is the youngest male gymnast in the competition. Pole vaulter E.J. Obiena was the first Filipino athlete to punch a ticket to Tokyo after passing the Olympic standard in an event in Italy last September. The late Earth Warrior Gina Lopez and ANC's very own Christian Esquera are among the recipients of the prestigious Titus Brandsma Awards. Esquera is recognized for his pursuit of excellence in media reporting with his sharp analysis and efforts to interpret issues that confront Filipinos. He is the anchor of ANC's morning show Early Edition. The late Gina Lopez, meanwhile, honored for her championing or for championing advocacies, including environment and child protection. She founded Bantay Bata 163, the Child Welfare fair arm of the ABS-CBN Foundation. The awards are given to journalists who embody Bronsma's principles to defend press freedom and the right to education. Esquera and Lopez will be awarded alongside four other journalists in a ceremonial dinner on October 28th. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.